Hello, my name is Andrew Jones and welcome to Mindspace. Before we get into the interview with today's guest, Emily in France, I wanted to take a moment just to thank you for all of the amazing love and support for the work that I've been putting in, sorting through all of Dr. Joe Dispenza's 400 testimonial videos. I sorted them into diseases and illnesses and life issues that the meditations cleared up or healed or made a massive improvement with. And I place them into playlists on my website for you to watch easily and to share simply. I have received hundreds and hundreds of responses simply too much to thank each and everyone personally. But it touched me deeply to know that my efforts were truly appreciated. I also have a free tutorial on my website for how to make mind movies. You can do this all by yourself, and if you still feel that this is something that you are struggling with, I will make your mind movie personally for you. I now have a service page on my site charging a minimal fee depending on what type of movie that you need. I'm sure in time I will be adjusting these prices, especially when I see just how much work is involved in making them. But having said that, I've been making videos now for many years and I know I can do a great job for you. So check out that page on my website. All you need to do is visit mindspace.productions, not .com, it's .productions, mindspace.productions. So without any further ado, here is this week's guest, Emily, currently living in France. Yeah, hi. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Very good. Do, am I? Do I sound okay? Am I? You sound great. Can you hear me? I can hear you too. So that's awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So where are you located in France? I'm in Tours. It's um, two hours south of Paris. Okay. I um I have actually even though I used to live in uh, in the UK, I've never gone to uh, I've never gone to France. My brothers have. But uh, yeah, I left. I left the UK when I was about uh, sixteen. Uh, sorry, uh, when I was uh, twenty-one. Don't know why I was thinking sixteen. Oh, okay. And well, you um, still have a, a nice British accent. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's um, it's hard to shake. It, it is uh, the one thing that has uh, stayed with me all these years. I guess, is there anything in particular that brought you to, I mean, apart from Eckhart Tolle, is there anything that kind of brought you to Joe's work that you thought, you know what, this, this sounds like it might, it might work or I could use it for this or I could use it for that? No, it, it's more like a journey. I mean, yeah. um, I've been on, on this journey for a long time, actually. Um, I, I started seeing different kinds of psychics in my 20s, I guess, because I was kind of depressed and kind of lost mm -hmm. so I, I went from very you know classical psychotherapy to well mostly psychotherapy mm -hmm. psychoanalysis I, it was never really good for me and 12 years ago I met a energetic therapist and that really changed my life okay so um, I'm still seeing her uh, regularly mm -hmm. for personal sessions and I so also did a lot of retreats with her weekend retreats and some training also. She offered a training for us to practice yeah. energy healing. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the chakras and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, really, it's a journey. And when you start to get into this work and really work, you know, on all the layers of the onion, right? Yeah. You, you just <laughs> shed one and then afterwards you see things differently and then you shed, you shed, you shed. And, you, and it's never ending. I mean, the more you, you understand, the more you know, the more it seems there is to know. That's it. So, um, it's of course, it's very, it's a, a quest for, you know, to, to feel better and to know yourself better and all that. But it's just really so um, uh, so interesting. It is. <laughs> I it, mean, I really love it. Uh, uh, it's amazing. Just because I think I'm curious. Like also, like I travel pretty much, and I like to uh, meet people from different cultures and stuff. So I, I think I, I kind of have a natural curiosity. Yeah. In my life and in the way I, I live. But this work is is really amazing. It's, yeah. So much so much to discover. So much to know. It really. So is. yeah, it got me. It's 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 my journey. 
did a lot of things with her and um, she really uh, has told us a lot of what Joe Dispenza is talking about and that's what's really nice Joe Dispenza is that he has all the recent science yeah. backing you know and, and he speaks the language of science and it's, it's so clear exactly. for people yeah. it can I think it can maybe become mainstream that's mm -hmm. really what I hope and also it, it removes the, the doubts that you can have sometimes at work because it's you know it's nothing that you see with your eyes right you have to heal you have to imagine that you're in quantum field you imagine energy fields yeah. is very difficult so doubt comes sometimes i remember when i was um, trying to practice with her she asked she was asking us to practice you know in the group we were trying to heal each other and feel the, the chakras and the energies mm -hmm. yeah you're going to feel a lot of things but sometimes you don't know if you made it up if it's your imagination you know you have doubts and this and that so it's not so easy you know to trust your, your what you feel your intuition mm -hmm. um, it also you know comes with all your personal issues and your doubts exactly it's it's complicated so I think Dr. Joe is great for that because he explains really really clearly everything now and he gives us the, the formula to work with it's amazing yeah, it's it really is uh, fantastic work. And just like you, I mean, I started, I'm 54 now, I think. I started when I was 16. Um, and it, it is just, you, you travel up another step of the ladder each and every time you learn more. Once you learn mm. more, you kind of understand a whole new level. And But the more you take on and the more people that, that we listen to, they're just talking about a different aspect of the same diamond as it mm. were just another facet but it's all yeah. the same thing and that for me a lot of that is is proof enough a lot of times too it it also points out who the charlatans are because it's they make it too complicated the beauty about it all is it it's not complicated and yeah. you don't need to go to anyone's course you don't need to go to you know anyone's location to receive whatever it is that you're looking for you can do it in the comfort of your own couch listening once you find something that works for you for example if i need healing i might use the blessing of the energy centers more than anything in a week but then i also want to manifest things as well so during a week of seven days, I might listen to the manifestation maybe four times and the blessing of the energy centers three. But even as I'm doing the blessing of the energy centers, I'm still, you know, during those silent moments, I'm also manifesting things. Mm -hmm. And then when I ask for proof that I've been heard, yeah. During the days after that is when I'm really knocked off my feet, when I see all the synchronicities and all the things that, to me, are proof. Yeah, that's um, amazing, yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, and that kind of lets me know that I'm on the right track as well. And it's very much an internal thing. But physical proof is showing up, which is outstanding. And sometimes it's immediate. I'll ask a question and someone on the radio will give me the answer. To, or, yeah, yeah. You know, or someone on TV. I had that too, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it is. Dispenza for me has, um, he's kind of creating some of his own science. And I think that's the only reason why it's still going to take some time. The The tools that he uses are, are real, but some of modern science just, they don't recognize the tools because it's like some of the scientific field just don't want to give people a chance if it if it doesn't fall within their realms of uh, what's legitimate or not. So um, yeah, well, there's, there's always there will always be skepticals. That's it, and and also. I mean, he's really um, uh, making the truth, you know, come out. He really is. So. That must, you know, bother quite a few powerful people. Yeah, I can at imagine. Some point. So, I mean, sometimes I, I'm kind of scares me because, you know, um, whoa, that was a noise. Yeah, sorry. That Are was you my, recording? I am actually right now. Yeah, but that was oh, my really? that was my wife sending a uh, a text message <laughs> just to let me know that we've paid off our furniture. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because you never know what's going to be uh, good or not. But uh, I think he's got so many now brilliant videos with people that are that have come out with testimonials and that they've said that, you know, they had this, that and the other and they, they have the proof that they were sick and now they have the proof that they are sort of magically recovered, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing they did was they meditated. Have you had any thought about going to one of his uh, progressives or one of his uh, week-long? Oh, yeah, I really would love to. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I'm not in a, I don't have any severe uh, no. physical issues, but I still I have a state of um, a general inflammatory state and I have um, rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. So that's not, not some little mm-hmm. <laughs> and some skin condition, but I mean, I don't have a cancer or it's not huge yeah. either. But um, and and I know that this inflammatory state, I know what it is. I mean, yeah. it comes from trauma. It comes from a lot of probably fear and things that I'm trying to get rid of. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that this work is is the way to you know remove all these past conditionings and, and yeah. ancient blockages. And I'm really uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to to get to a, a next level really in the work because well, I'm doing it alone now. I'm doing meditations. I read the books and all, but it's really hard. I mean, when you have your your daily life, your full time job, your kids, and so on. I mean, uh, it's not so easy to really uh, take uh, enough time and to have a, a good quality of meditation, yeah. consistency, and all that to really, really have uh, results. Like I, I mean, I see changes. I definitely see changes in my my mood. I'm more positive. Um, mm-hmm. Things are moving in my life definitely yeah i mean it, it, it's already moving a lot and changing yeah but i'm sure that the work that he does in the week-long retreats must be really really amazing and powerful because you're really you know it's a retreat so that's it that's a perfect conditions yep you're taking and your and you meditate hours and there you really can you know get in, in different uh, levels of consciousness and raise your, your energy waves and so on yeah that must be really interesting yeah that's fantastic fantastic i um i i am planning on doing uh, a week long i just don't know where he will be yet uh but uh, yeah. J- june uh, july august next year i hope to be doing something somewhere because that's yeah. as i teach that's when i will have time off to be able to to go along and just feed off of that and ride that wave of the energy at those events it must be absolutely incredible mm. um yeah I love what do you teach you teach i teach art, graphic art I, yeah i teach uh, graphic design and uh, 3d animation and uh, digital media so uh, wow I was a graphic designer also. I remember you saying. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. What what sort of work did you use to do? Oh, advertising. Yeah, yeah. I was in advertising agencies. Okay. A lot of layouts, mm-hmm. um, corporate documents, stuff like that. I didn't really enjoy it that much, to tell you the truth. So yeah. I stopped doing that a while ago, yeah. like, years ago or so. Wow. And now I'm a web writer. Web okay. Writer. Yeah, brilliant. As so I've... what about your podcast? Did you... You said you, you've been working on it recently to define what you said. Yeah, I actually have. The structure of it. Well, I, I've, I have multiple podcasts. So I'm actually, I actually get paid to do the school podcast. So I've been editing that this weekend. And then uh, I have one on design and uh, creating and making things. So I speak with uh, artists and makers and, and builders, but that's relatively new. And then I have the uh, the meditation, the mind space. I've already mm-hmm. spoken to um, Cosmic Kimmy or Quantum Kimmy, um, and we've been conversing a little bit. We actually had quite a long podcast the other day, so I need to edit hers. That was uh, a great little kind of podcast, and very much like this, it was just like a back and forth discussion. I'm sorry? Back and forth discussion. Yeah, it was just a back and forth and we just kind of, it was probably hour and three quarters. We'll probably use about 45 minutes of it because <laughs> I think we went off quite, we went off topic quite a bit as well. But uh, mm-hmm. th- that's all good. I've just got, I got a list of questions as well here. I'm just looking at what do you currently do for a living? 
My job, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm responsible for an intranet in a financial group in a bank. Oh, I think. So it's, it's a international group, so I manage a network of 11 or 12 um, inter internal sites. Yeah, and yeah. I write news and I manage the, the network of contributors. That's very cool. Not bad, actually. Well, the, the, the topic is not one of my favorites, finance, but mm -hmm. <laughs> since it's internal, it, I don't have that many financial, technical. Yeah. So it's, it's more human resources and, and, you know, information for employees. And, and it's international, so that's really nice because I get to work people from, you know, Ireland, Hong, Luxembourg, you know, countries. I really like that. Is that why your uh, your English, English is so good? <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, the the English is. Uh, sometimes I wonder about this. Sometimes I, I think the English language was given to me to listen to Joe Dispenza now, <laughs> um, because <laughs> I mean great. I don't know where it comes from really. Um, I know that my mom had me in you know kindergarten English classes just for a little while when I was a little girl. Yeah. But after I made an, an exchange with a school in America, in Georgia, Atlanta, mm. that's where I, I began to practice really. But I, I was already pretty good in English, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm Belgian. I'm not French. Maybe that explains a little bit because usually French people are really not so good in English. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Sorry, know. French yeah. people, if there are some listening. But I mean, um, Belgian people are more, I think, belong more to the Northern Europe uh, linguistic family. Okay. Right? Because they also come across Dutch a lot, and usually they they speak quite good English. Mm -hmm. And I've been to the states several times and worked a bit there too. So. Yeah, that's great. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> possibly, possibly, but you do speak very good English. Has the meditation that you have been doing has it impacted your health in any way presently? Do you think? Ah, uh, my health. Like I know you said that would, stress. I would, yeah, I would say, oh yeah, definitely um, more my psychic health or my stress levels. Yeah, mm -hmm. I couldn't say I really see a huge uh, other you know, physical changes, but then again, I'm not such a bad shape. So yeah, um, but but yeah, really the the managing of the stress that I could talk about because we have a lot of stress in job and in Paris. Yeah, um, and actually that got me in very bad physical condition a few years ago so i have been forced uh, away to find ways to manage stress yeah. over the last uh, couple of years so yeah of course meditation is great for that so it really helps and psychically helps. i mean uh, how have, have you found yourself in um, uh, much more connected um connected i don't know but i would say overall very more much more positive mm. in my day mm -hmm. i was i used to be a very negative person because i grew up with very negative parents, you know, having a being always speaking you know, in a very negative way. So yeah. I used just to be like that. Yeah. So, um, and um, that really changed. Yeah. And I really like uh, that's one of the first first things I tried with Joe Dispenza even before uh, I, I got the book I ordered. Uh, it was one of one thing that he explained in one of his YouTube videos is do not get up in the morning before you have put your mindset in a right way. Right. Do not pick up your phone or begin to think about what you have to do or problems and stuff. And that's so, so, so very true. Uh, I do that. Uh, just a few things in the morning, just when I wake up. Yeah. Now I, I do the morning meditations when I can, but sometimes I have to wake up very early. So mm -hmm. my, my routine has changed now. I'm far away from Paris and I still work in Paris. So I have a lot oh, of wow. commuting to do and all that. But anyway. Yeah. That is really, really true. I mean, it's so quick, you know, when you wake up, you can really, if you don't pay attention to it, you can really go back to problems and your to-do lists and this and that That's very it. quickly. Yeah. And the phone, I mean, the phone, this is really a problem in our world today. So, um, yeah, I, I started doing that. And a little meditation or just maybe if you don't have the time to do a long meditation, just make 10 minutes mm -hmm. connecting to your heart, mm -hmm. putting yourself in hard brain coherence and try to just define a little plan or one or two things that you want to do in the day or you, or you want to pay attention to your behavior or this or that. And then you wake up. I yeah. mean, then you get up and you start your day. Well, it really changes your whole day. And so it can change your whole life. I mean, it's amazing.
This morning, I found myself uh, starting to think a certain way. I think I started to remember that I had problems, which aren't, which are not real problems, but they're, they're just thoughts. I stopped myself and I thought, you don't need to have these silly thoughts. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I just stopped and I smiled and it kind of seemed to erase that negative mentality. But I do not do that enough. That's it's a, a real training because, mm -hmm. and that's where I find um, Eckhart Tolle really interesting and very complimentary uh, because he explains that thoughts is really the sickness of our uh, civilization yeah. today. You don't need to beat yourself up, you know, because you started having thoughts or negative thoughts. It is like a big disease of our times. Yeah. And he speaks about the pain body. And that is very interesting because I had come across that also in my energetic courses. And we use the word uh, egregor, which is another word for pain body. It's like a big amount of negativity or negative thoughts, yeah. which can be yours, mm -hmm. but it can also be your cultures or your countries. You know, there's different types of pain bodies and they all stick up, you know, together. Yeah. And we are all like, we bathe in that, we, we live with that. So for example, that's the, the first reason why I left Paris. Paris, when you come into the city, you can feel it. I mean, you can really feel it physically. Mm. You can feel that people are stressed, are negative, they, they soak, they, they're grumpy, you know. And I'm just two hours away, right, in, in the countryside. Yeah. But when I take the train, after 30 minutes, I, change, I, I feel the energy changes. That's it, that's it. And that's people here, they're just, they're just all, you know, lively and nice and cool. And the, the energy is completely different. So yeah. most of the time, it's your own pain body, right? You have your problems, you have your families, you know, issues and your past and this and that. But also there's a, a more, you know, a bigger pain body that is that you are in and if you're not able to work with your energy to protect yourself to to you know do all that work on energy you are just submitted to that pain body that's so it. it's really difficult so that's why i think it's important to do all this work you know daily and even start your day with that because it's it's like hygiene right it's like brushing mm -hmm. your teeth you mm -hmm. really need to yeah to, to work on on that and to protect yourself from others energies too yeah i um i get a bit vigilant at times in uh, i i was i was saying in the last podcast that uh, i had a flat tire and uh yeah. this this that and the other happened and and someone said oh i'm so sorry you're having such a bad day and uh, i responded i said i'm having a I'm, I'm not having a bad day i'm having a wonderful day i just i just met a guy and spoke about things that we never would have talked about i never would have met this individual if i didn't have a flat tire um yeah. and things just unfolded in such a magical way that day that i could tell it was just meant to be and um i started off having a flat tire because i got impatient with the person that was in front of me in the car i put my foot down a little bit overtook them not in anger but i just i started to get frustrated with them and it was just life saying to me really that hey cool down i kind of yeah. had a little laugh about it when it happened yeah sometimes i other people think that some things are bad and they try to put that on us mm -hmm. and i don't want to own those emotions i can't remember i said to my wife the other day that uh, i'm not upset i'm actually really happy and i can't remember what it was all about but it, i told her in the evening i said i'm sorry i said I, I just i'm trying to defend my emotional body and i don't want to take on any any heaviness just because someone said that you should be sad because you experienced this or that yeah very interesting to see myself kind of uh, evolve as i go through all it's of this very stuff. rapid sometimes the way it happens it really is but as dr jill says um the moment you are aware of it even if you didn't have time to catch it before mm -hmm. it comes over you or if, even if it didn't happen the way you wanted things to happen but the, if you catch it that's all your victory and i believe in that really yeah just being conscious even if you haven't had 
had the opportunity to to make to, to really change your behavior yet. Yeah. But just being in that consciousness of things and mm-hmm. being able to be a, an observer and to take some distance, that's already a great, great work, I think. Absolutely. It's very powerful stuff. And and sometimes when you ask to grow this way or that way, sometimes you go through some painful little uh, growth spurts as you are then kind of shown uh, you need to grow this way or you need to grow that way. And in order to do that, you sometimes you need to go through some not so easy stuff or not so yeah not so comfortable emotions but Mm -hmm. we ask for it you know (laughs) so it's kind of uh be careful what you wish for it's the yin and the yang you Mm -hmm. know i mean everything you know dies and then is born again or when you have some darkness you have light and i mean it's a cycle yeah so i don't think we can expect that it's going to be all unicorns and you know stars (laughs) all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. um and I think if you uh, see things in another perspective also, when you have hard times, when you're in it, it's hard to see things positively. But after a while, um, I like to consider the the challenges I had or the difficult experiences I had um, in a way that I think it was there on my path to make me learn something, to teach me something. That's right. And that really um, makes, it, it really changes everything again. For example, if you had a heartbreak or a difficult relationship, mm-hmm. um, if you ask yourself, well, okay, why was it finished and it's sad, okay, but what was this experience there for? Why did I meet this person? Why, right. What What did I learn? Uh, what this person taught me? You know? mm-hmm. And there's always an answer to that. I mean, I find in every difficult situation, it was there to teach you something and to bring you to the next step. And so- and you grow bigger and you have more knowledge and it's really wonderful and when you see it that way i think it's it makes life easier i think yeah no you're absolutely uh, right on that one there's always something to learn of the meditations that you have done do you have any any meditation that you found has been beneficial more than any right now at this stage in in your uh, meditations um, actually, I, I haven't uh, made that many different meditations from Dr. Joe's. Um, just stick to. I started in in August. You know, it's quite recent. Yeah. Well, um, I I started his work roughly the same time. So uh, because I've been. I've been doing other meditations before. And, yeah. Um, me too. I I knew about him from what the bleep. But I did. So I'm doing the evenings and the mornings. Okay, so which I, is yep. good and yep. and handy because it's kind of short and it's kind of nice to stick in your daily life. Yeah. And as I said, I like it because it really can put you in the nice mindset right from your morning. It's really nice, and I really like the also the um, break the habit of being yourself. That one is powerful, really. Yeah, so I've listened. To, I've listened to that one a couple of times, but I've just found that. For me, it misses the, I don't get much out of that one. Like I said, I think we get different people get different things out of these, uh, out of the uh, meditation. So I like the Blessing of the Energy Centers. Actually, Blessing of the Energy Centers too, um, I enjoy without, I think it's without the symbols. And then also the manifesting new possibilities or something potentials potentials that's it Mm, yeah i don't know that one and then also the pineal gland one which is about 52 minutes so Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm just starting to think about increasing the length of the meditations and and doing it maybe like two or three back to back do you practice any breathing techniques at all when you when you do these? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Also, I tried the breath. Yep. And that really takes practice. Yeah, yeah. Because I really feel I'm stuck. Um, there's something in my fifth center mm-hmm. around the throat that seems to be blocked and that, you know, won't get out. And uh, typically I think it's the kind of stuff that could be uh, very, that could work very well in, the, in a week long, you know, to mm-hmm. really um, unblock. To push through. Uh, yeah, blockages, it's not an easy one. I think you really have to practice every day. But it's fantastic, though, that you're able to pinpoint that you're stuck on number five, your throat uh, and, you know, energy center. So for you to know that, 
it, it, at least it's bringing the focus to that. So now you know to work on it. And um, yeah, well, it's been a while that I I know I have I all I I have uh, often blockages in my fifth center because I work mm. on energetics for a long time, and, mm. and I know this is a hard one for me. It's expression, you know, the chakra of expression and what? communication. You're expressing yourself right now, so this is going to be interesting after the podcast to see <laughs> to see yeah. what happens. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it's not a um, uh, by chance that I chose to express myself with images when I was a graphic designer, and yeah. then by writing because writer. Yep, yep. But the oral, you know, expression has really never been my thing. I'm absolutely terrified to speak in public. Not funny. Really I, not I used to be. I used to be, and in fact, I I try to do Toastmasters, which is a group to to help build your confidence in speaking in front of others uh, mm. when I was going to be a teacher and then I ended up becoming a teacher and I'm still nervous like if I was to get up on stage but really? yeah but you know I think once I get into it I'm fine and I yeah. think it's just the nerves of it's just pre pre nerves it's just not knowing you know my dream would be to have the nerve to get up on stage and actually sing um, I have this fantasy too and I I think it's not a, a, also it's it's a sign because yeah. I really I'm totally unable to do that I'm terrified really but I have this fantasy of being a rock star and being on the stage and yeah. sing and all that stuff you know yeah, so yeah. Um, in in my energetic work we also used a bit of astrology mm -hmm. and I have a Lilith moon which is the, um, an aspect of in your astrology chart which speak about your issue and your karma and mm. what you came here in this life to work on. Yeah. And the, that's it. That's exactly my issue is expression. Yeah. So um, <laughs> no wonder I have these fantasies about being a rock star now. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. I'll tell you, my wife is always sending me to some psychic or other and a lot of them have always said the same thing, really weird off-the-wall stuff, but just so that I knew that they, most of them were not fakes, that they were honing in on something real. But one of the best readings I ever had was from an astrologer. Uh, mm -hmm. She read my charts and she asked for what, t what time I was born and where I was born. And she gave me one of the best readings. She told me who I used to be and now... Um, oh, wow, yeah. It's uh, nice when it's karmic astrology, ooh, which is was, not current. It was mind-blowing. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. I see your your name on Facebook is Emily Witchcrafts. What's the witchcrafts things about? You've got to tell me. <laughs> oh, that's I like that question. Um, okay, I'm a plant lover. Okay. Um, so hence the energetics with the plants and, and you make tinctures and stuff like that? Yeah, I make um, product like cosmetic products. Okay. I, I used to, you know, I, I could never find really stuff that would be good for me. And so I ended up doing my own. So uh, mostly I take natural basics and mm. I put some uh, essential oils in them depending on the effect or what I need. Yeah. So I do, you know, like basic everyday products. But I also started when I started Genetics, I made bombs mm -hmm. for each chakra, for each energy center. Wow. Because I, you know, I had this book about energetic aromatherapy mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. actually plants for each chakra it's really interesting so uh, yeah and i i really um i'm very uh, sensitive to smell to to perfumes me too so i i can i can make perfume quite easily because i have a good feeling for that so mm -hmm. i made yeah one for each chakra and all kinds of products and uh there was a time when i was looking for a job i used to sell them actually and i had a, a whole uh, bunch of ladies who would really love my products and wow. asked ask me and they still do actually oh when are you going to do mm -hmm. some more and stuff but I don't have time anymore but uh, yeah yeah so um, that's one one side of me the witchcraft thing but uh, yeah well it's, it's actually being very uh, in connection with plants and I'm still working on that and now my um, my next um, big project I'm working on is, is writing a book about that about the, the vegetal realm the 
the world of plants and trees and mm -hmm. what they have to teach us. Um, I'm trying to, um, with the work of Joe Dispenser, I think it's going to help me to, to recover my connection to the world of plants. To, yeah. To, yeah, to feel better because in cities and in our lives, in our modern lives, we lose a lot of sweet. We used to know, we used to know all this. You know? We really did. Years ago or millennia ago, people yep. would be very in connection with nature and be able to work with it and understand and all things and we lost a lot. So I really want to go back into this, understand. I mean, plants, we talk a lot about animals and the suffering of animals, but it's the same thing for plants. Yeah, I believe that everything was put here to to help to help us as well. So I see it from all sides. Mm. Let's see. Oh yeah. So years ago, I I read. Uh, I got a bunch of books. Actually, I don't see any here. I think they're all downstairs. But I I have a bunch of books on the American Indians and uh, a lot of the plants that they would use. And then uh, I mm. had books on the tinctures, how some plants dissolve in either water, alcohol, or uh, oil. Mm. And um, you know, I wanted to make my own medicines and and what have you um, really yeah that just that absolutely fascinates me i used to collect all the brown little jars uh, with droppers and it is fascinating yeah but working with the energetics of the uh, of the plants as well I, th I just think it's uh and sadly in the u.s they've actually the homeopathy they've actually um i think they've passed a law saying or maybe in new jersey uh, that they're not allowed to like uh, health food stores are not allowed to sell homeopathic really? drops because they don't they don't believe in energetics so uh, so i guess if new jersey or whoever doesn't believe then it can't be true <laughs> it's not better in france you know the the medical and pharmaceutical industry in france is very strong also and mm -hmm. everything that's a bit you know off it's a bit alternative and so on is not very well considered it's it's growing bigger because yeah. people are really fed of classic medicine and, and pharmaceutical industry yeah but there's still like a omerta i don't know if you say that in english like a um, oh his french words are coming in my mind now um like it's it's they are scared of sects they are scared mm -hmm. i don't think they're scared but it, I, I think it's just the interests really yeah. and they are blaming all the alternative you know uh docs or mm -hmm. therapists or whatever mm -hmm. or industry and saying that there are charlatans and stuff because it goes against their interests but, yeah. and then there's this this idea in people's minds also you know that it's ooh, it's what is this woo stuff? Maybe it's bizarre and all that. That's it. And it's very strong in France, and that's why I, I also today I'll still listen to a lot of Americans like Joe Dispenza or mm. Bruce Lipton or Greg Braden or yep. even Eckhart Tolle is German. But yep, in France, you can you have some, but there's less. Yep. And also, it's very difficult to speak about a spiritual journey or mm -hmm. spiritual practice or being spiritual. That word doesn't even exist in French. It's um, the more I it's get. It's hard for me to to talk with people about the subjects here. That's what kind of... I was. That's what I was saying to Kimmy the other day. I said, sadly, for, for me, having this podcast is is a major part of it. Is just giving me the ability to express a passion to to kind of talk about something that I don't often get a chance to talk about. So it's a it's a guilty pleasure. Um, but there's me. a lot of content in the, in the Anglo-Saxon world. Oh, absolutely! It's amazing. Absolutely. Wow. Things are happening out there. It's really not the case in France. Mm. And I, I actually, I had a project also uh, of, of making a YouTube channel in French to kind of talk about the English. What's what's happening in English and American? You 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 do have a channel. Authors. You do have a channel, or you're thinking about? No, it's, it's, it was just an idea to mm. kind of translate, you know, all these words and, and kind it. of make a yeah to, to explain, you know, just to make it easy. Yeah, you should. 
but I wouldn't know, even know how to translate them. Some words are just, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well. I think well, metaphorically, I, you would have to uh, uh, express it in your own way. And I think sometimes that's all that can be mm-hmm. done, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah because uh, like you, you know, you want you want the whole world to know about all this, right? Yeah, well, it, it's... <laughs> you uh, the world to change. The more that happens, uh, the more crazy I'm discovering just how much power we do have. And the more that unfolds for me, it gets a bit scary because I think to myself, I could literally, we could literally manifest anything that we want. What's holding me back? Myself. <laughs> so, it, and it's just that inner belief in myself and, and what I'm capable of, even though I, I talk a good game. Um, just, uh, I, you know, sometimes when I'm, when I'm subconsciously minding my own business and I think of something thing and it instantly appears uh such as maybe like five years ago i was sat at my computer and um i was in the flow i was working away and i just thought to myself just subconsciously i just thought it'd be so nice to turn on the light and then all of a sudden the light just came on right when i thought of it and um i just brushed it up to to coincidence but but now the more i see how life is unfolding now i'm consciously taking control of my thoughts and my daily meditations by getting up at four o'clock every morning that things things are changing in a massive way and in such a magical way that when i was a kid and i used to believe in santa claus the easter bunny and this that and the other this dwarfs all of that and is far more magical and has far more potential so you know i i tell my students i say look at the end of the day, for, for everything that I've witnessed and learned, all the stuff that we used to believe when we were young, young, uh, I mm-hmm. I now believe in much more magical stuff because I've witnessed it. And I, I said, mm-hmm. that's not for me to tell you what that is. I just, I just need you guys to know that mm-hmm. there's pure magic out there. And that's the only way to explain it because I have no words to explain it. But um, the only word to kind of round it all up in a neat little bow is... Is, is magic. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say the older I get, the more magical life seems to become. Yeah, I, I think a lot of my childhood also, and I, I believe what you said to your students, yeah, is, that's really important. Is You have to remember what were your dreams when you were very little, like under 10. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, it's it was so accurate. It was so real. And, and it was really who I was and what I wanted. All was there in my childhood. No, you're right. And after, well, you grow up, you are educated, you have your parents, you have society, you have school, and all that. That kind of, you know, uh, puts you in conditioning. Bills to pay. That's, uh, that's our world. That's how it is. And after you have to work on all that to, you know, come back to the <laughs> to the source and to who you were. Yeah. But kids, I mean, kids are, are not yet in, in conditioning. And also, if you believe in reincarnation, mm-hmm. they are closer to their previous lives than you will ever be in the rest of your life. So they are pretty still connected. And uh, we learned you know, in our energetic courses, our teacher was telling us that a baby who's crying, I mean, there's real reasons for, you know, a baby who's like crying all night long, no matter what you do. It's not true that you have to let him cry. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they are just remembering things. Yeah. They might be remembering their death or something that happened in previous lives and stuff like that. And so, yeah, when we are kids, we are still connected uh, to a lot of things that after we call it magic, but it's just yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was a kid, I was in my garden all the time, and I was kind of, you know, yeah, cutting branches and leaves and eating potions, and I was, I was, I was a little witch in the garden. Mm-hmm. But I was just so, uh, I just felt so good. I was very uh, solitary. Yeah. And but I just felt so good, you know, amongst the trees and the birds, and and yeah, and, and that's what I'm, you know, going back to now. It is funny so, because as you say that, I think to myself about um, what was it that I 
was doing and I was making, I was designing, I was playing with audio and recording stuff. And uh, it was probably seven years ago that I said to myself, this would be amazing if I could have a, a talk show or, or yeah. some sort of radio show or a podcast where I was getting paid to do that type of thing, to talk about all my passions. Uh, how amazing. And then uh, lo, and yeah. lo and behold, this year, I actually get employed by the school as well to also do the uh, school podcast so um, mm -hmm. you know just little steps but um uh, and you've been given the voice too right i mean you have an amazing voice oh thank you very much to do that i mean <laughs> have you already i mean how long have you been doing podcasts in uh, radio or well I've, be, i've been on the i've been on the radio maybe three times uh, three different shows which is which is okay but i think on the radio you, you just have to watch your p's and q's a little bit more i'm not i don't mm -hmm. really have bad language in my day-to-day -day life um But uh, I think some of the topics sometimes are a little bit too, like, you know, depending on what you're talking on. I've, I've got podcasts where I talk about UFOs and or more spiritual stuff. So it's kind of, I think all told, I have about uh, six or seven podcasts that I've had going since, I don't know, 20 years. So, oh, yeah. so well, I used to drive around in my car. <laughs> I think I said in the last show, I was, I used to drive around in my car, a Kia Sophia, and um, I had a little handheld recorder. And I just mm -hmm. used to tell, I just used to tell stories of my, of my growing up and some of the silly things that I would, the trouble that I would get into and some of the stuff that we would do as as kids and uh yeah, yeah i just i've i've always loved this stuff but um well, you seem to uh do all this thing quite easily i watched some of your videos on your youtube channel oh thank you you seem to to um go for it i mean you want to do have something to. go for yeah, it yeah you have <laughs> to great. and i i think that's the I've always seemed to be uh, in some strange way a source of inspiration and because so many people have always said I've always used that word I've always thought well I can't I shouldn't back out I haven't made a video in a long time because uh, I just I had something a bit traumatic with my daughter happen a, a couple years ago and it's just been a while for me to kind of pick up the pieces really so um, but I do plan on on doing more more videos but I think because of all that that's why I discovered Joe's Joe's meditations and his and his work and getting back to what you were saying about understanding it I think what it is sometimes you just need to reread the information you just need to listen to his video or his explanation or whatever it might be until those little puzzle pieces in our heads and yeah. in our hearts kind of fall into place and then one day you'll be minding your own business you'll be Putting, uh, making a cup of tea and you'll just be, you know, pouring it out. Then all of a sudden, boom, the last piece will fall into place and you'll finally get it. And you're like, oh, that's what I need to do. I think that's just part of the journey as well. And I think that that is also what we get out of the week longs because we're there, we're picking up on the vibe, um, yeah. you know, uh, that it's being explained better energetically mm -hmm. as well as well as uh, verbally and visually mm. yeah it's um well the, the challenging part i think is because we have our lives right we have our daily lives and mm -hmm. um we are kind of entangled in all kinds of stuff all kind of old yeah. functioning yeah. um and uh, i mean if if we had all our time and we can isolate ourselves and meditate all day long i think we could do great things yeah but that's not how life is you know and that's why i'm i kind of impatient sometimes yeah. because I have my you know uh, full-time job and my daughter and I it's really hard sometimes I have to struggle to find mm -hmm. sometimes for myself and, and I I even have the feeling that in my head I'm already ahead over there mm -hmm. but like you know practically I still need to practice and, and make sense of things and have some more time and so I'm a bit behind and it's like you know it's kind it can be frustrating sometimes yeah 
I hear you. I, and the I, challenge is, is, is this, is to manage this with your earthly life. Mm-hmm. And also um, the biggest challenge to that, I think, is relation. Because yeah. it's really easy when you're alone and you're doing your meditation and you, wow, you have insights. Oh, yeah, I get it. This, that's yeah. great. Yeah. But then, I mean, it happened to me so many times. I'm, I'm, I have like one hour meditation. I get out of the, of the room. And the next thing I know, I'm arguing with my daughter, yeah. <laughs> my teenager, you know. And I'm like, come on, I just got out of meditation, right? Why yeah. do I do this? How but that's it? okay. Look, I mean, I think <laughs> I think at times, it, just imagine how bad the argument might be if you didn't meditate. I've gone through that myself where I've got out of a meditation and then I found myself to be upset. I had a little bit too ag- ag- aggressive reaction when I should have been calm. And my wife kind of started getting into it and I didn't want to. But then I realized that look, I'm kind of manifesting the new me. And unfortunately for me to become the new me, I need to wake up to a couple things. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just growing pains or what have you. But and then a day after that, two days after that, I've I have like a mystical moment during a meditation. So it's um, I don't think it's you know, one step up, two steps back. I think it's very much a case of no meditation is a bad meditation, that we never wake up the same person that that sat down to begin. Mm. And, you know, maybe one of the things that potentially we both manifest is that I I manifest a wife that will actually sit down with me and (laughs) and meditate. And maybe your daughter will. How how old is your daughter, if you don't mind me asking? She'll she'll be fifteen soon. Oh, okay, so. yeah, that's an age. <laughs> that, that's an age. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could be scary, but I also think for as much craziness and as much bad as going on, I think it's both ends are polarized. So I think the good is growing. Things like Joe Dispenza, things like Eckhart Tolle and uh, mm-hmm. all, the, all the, you know, great individuals that are out there doing their work. I think all of that is growing. And I think at the end of the day, love's just going to win anyway. So, <laughs> you know, tr- truly, I, I just, this is the way I feel. I think there's enough people out there to kind of spoil it for now. You know, I think ultimately um, the right thing is is going to win and overcome. Certainly, probably won't be in my lifetime. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I'm like you. I believe that we've. I don't know if if I can say we've reached a critical mass, really. But there is really a lot, a lot more people compared to like maybe two or five years ago. Well, yeah, you couldn't get talk about this stuff. Spiritual journeys. Yeah, and, yeah. There's really something going on. I, I really believe that. Too. Yeah. But no. I don't know. You know, if it's really reached uh, a critical mass. Uh, mass. So it can really change and become very viral mm-hmm. i would hope so and and i work for it and i try to yeah. I, I i suppose you have that too uh, i try to speak about that around me so it's not always easy because yeah some people are very uh, hard to to understand that mm-hmm. but you want you know you want to you want everybody to, to know that and i mean i have people around me who are sick or who have really uh, bad uh, physical conditions and mm-hmm. i'm like well you should look at show dispenses work maybe you know this and did you they just they just will stay yeah where they are and yep. you're like come on that's no. it that's it yep i so. i get so uh as i was saying in the last podcast i just I, sometimes i get a little bit evangelical about it and i just need to <laughs> yeah exactly. i just need to let go I do like to say just once and then just let it go um, and not not even worry about, you know, stressing over it. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a, a nice little chat. Yeah, for me too, Andrew. Yeah, awesome. And, um, and you know, maybe at another time when you feel, hey, let's talk about this, that or the other, then uh, I'll, I'll be happy to uh, to call back and we can, we can do it again sometime. Yeah, well, just for sure. Yeah, that would be a pre- pleasure too. And uh, just see if you have uh, uh, matter enough uh, in, in your recording. But if oh, you I need think, to I think really. add some things, I like, I mean, yeah. maybe some some um, examples of manifestations. I have two or three that are quite nice <laughs> I yeah, could tell you about. Tell me, I'd but, love to hear about those. 
was just thinking of one. Okay, so a few years ago, I think it was like maybe four or five years ago, I really, in my work uh, with my psychic and we're talking, and she kept on to have to write a book. book and I, I had some resistance, but I, she finally convinced me. And I, yeah, that's, I can feel it. It's really what I have to do. Mm. And then I could never really, you know, get into it. I had my job and stuff. And I was very stressed. I had a lot of work. I have my daughter. I'm, you know, single. I, I was my mm. alone tool and a single parent and you know all, all these difficulties mm-hmm. and um, after I, I kept having more and more pain uh, right arm mm-hmm. which was coming from the cervical you know not somewhere in my shoulder um, that would you know compress a nerve and yeah. so on and, and it got worse and worse and eventually I just had to stop working uh, the doctor uh, put me on a three months leave Wow. so I found myself um, I, I really couldn't move my hand I really just couldn't take a mouse and work in computer or even take a pen. I just couldn't use it because the pain was really going right down to all my fingers and couldn't even grab something. Wow. So I just had really to stop working. And uh, so I found myself three months at home. And let me tell you, it was the three best months of my life. Mm-hmm. I started because I could walk, right? It was just my arm not functioning. Started. It was in the winter, but I remember I started going around, having walks, uh, around my place I was, was in the Paris um, area but kind of um, away from the center so I had a, a river some nice you know nature close by and so I would start walking and just enjoy you know yeah. um, all my days and reconnecting to nature in the midst of winter in the cold you know in the fog and all kinds of stuff that really connected it was amazing and, Brilliant. and, and that's where I actually started writing my book in these three months so I understood later and and I, I couldn't move my arm so I was dictating my computer yeah, yeah. to write what I had in my head and um, yeah I mean um, I, I understood later that my body stopped me mm-hmm. to teach me that to just tell me now you stop you just stop and you take a break and you do things for yourself and and I was really to me it was very clear yeah absolutely because once you release that and you get into that path of least resistance and you're free again your soul's free how can you write you know how can you write if you're not in a good place so obviously you 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 got into a very good place and uh that and also the the very uh, symptom, yeah. my right hand, right? Yeah. Sometimes there's there are very amazing, clear messages, you know, that you, the universe sends you. It's, so it's like take it, you know, to be attentive. What 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 am I telling you? Your right hand is the hand you use to yeah. write. Yeah. And you're in pain with that very arm, you know, and yeah. and also yeah, diseases. I think people, if they could only be a bit more attentive. To, the, to their bodies and to what the body is telling us because it's very interesting too when you get into that there's books about uh, Louise Hay and all yep. these people mm-hmm. I mean um, your body speaks it really it's, does uh, it's very interesting getting to that I think the world around us speaks I think everyday life speaks and I think that when we're living that dog eat dog type of world and you're just kind of handling all the stresses as they happen and you don't meditate and you're, you're, you don't realize just how magical everything is. I think what happens mm. is you, you miss all of the signs and the signals and the hints and the tips of, yeah. of you know, a little heads up from the universe, so to speak. And um, I think we miss all of that because uh, I think all of my stuff's been there all along. It's just that yeah. I haven't I haven't been in that place to see, hear or understand. Yeah, and raise, raise your head and look at the sky. Yeah. Time. Time. I mean, maybe that, that can be a good conclusion, but I think really um, our um, technology and our tools and smartphones and stuff is great. I mean, internet, internet is great mm-hmm. for knowledge and it's got a lot of very nice sites, but it is also very dangerous. I mean, these yeah. tools, uh, I don't know if they meant to design it like that, but it's it's really going to end up lobotomizing us all. We really have to be careful with it and learn how to use tools, especially the children. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree and I think we're 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 coming into a um an age where the youth they need to learn how to reconnect to themselves let alone other people because as much as we're getting connected 
with our phones, we're getting disconnected from ourselves and from life. So yeah, just like yeah. you said. And, and Joe Dispenza says that to, uh, you know, that uh, narrow focus, broaden focus, right? I mean, if you are seeing the whole world in a, the, a square, uh, a rectangle on the size of a smartphone yeah. all day long, um, all right, okay, you, you, you connect it to the world. But physically, I mean, the, the brain, the eyes, the body, you need to, you know, look yeah. around you, look at guy look at the other people so talking that's yeah. the biggest that's <laughs> the biggest i will say that has been actually one of the biggest side effects since i've been meditating i have been talking to more people out in the world i've been starting more conversations i've been asking people asking people how are they maybe once in a while i'll introduce myself but i'll just be more polite i'll just be more interactive when i'm out and about so uh, that's one of the kind of funny things that i found well i think you're very attentive you're a good listener that's a um a rare quality mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i say that because i'm a listener too i sometimes have difficulties to express myself especially in presence of people who are very talkative and so on i yeah. like to listen to like yeah you know i don't like to you know, cut someone when in the middle of a sentence and speak about myself and stuff. And you know, I like to listen to. And listeners are not so uh, not so current. You know. <laughs> yeah, I hear um, you. No, I appreciate it's that. It's um, I think it's because I've I've also I've done a lot of video interviews as well. And, oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It just teaches you that it's it's pointless me talking too much as well. <laughs> Because, because then our audio gets muddled. But um, no, I appreciate it. It's one of those, I guess, habits or skills that you pick up from uh, from just doing this work. Either way, mm-hmm. it's good because then I meet people like yourself. So uh, um, yeah, thanks so yeah, much, Emily. Do I pr- oh, you're welcome. Do, do I pleasure really? Do I pronounce it Emily? Yeah, Emily. Oh, yes. Emily. Okay, okay. Oh well, yeah, I removed the I in yeah. my. You know, well, it's just Facebook pseudos. You know. Oh, got it. <laughs> Do you have like any sort of website or any social stuff that you want? If any of the listeners would like to uh, see who you are, or you're not worried about. Um, oh, um, I was just thinking like if I you... have a blog, but I haven't updated it in years. Um, That's OK. That before I was um, my job at the bank. <laughs> well, why don't I, I why don't you, yeah, s- well. you send me send me anything that you want to me to direct people to? If you want, if there is anything like your blog or a shop or, you know, you your. No, no, I, yeah, don't, I um, don't have a shop. And, and the blog is in French. So. Uh, well, <laughs> even still, you know, who knows? So if you if, okay. if it's something yeah, we'll that you want to pass it along, pass it along. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes and uh, I'll just tell people, look, uh, learn French, read a blog. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you a love dress. And I would just like to say, apart from uh, may- maybe a few uh, books or, you know, that I would like to share. With yeah, people. please do. Uh, but maybe I can think about it. But definitely Eckhart Tolle, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Power of Now and the New Earth. Because of all what he says about pain, I think that's something that's really essential. To yeah. Understand. All this, the mechanism of our thoughts and pain body. And it's, it's really complimentary to Joe's work. I, I don't think, think it's different or against or anything. I mean, it's really, really complimentary. I love the idea of um, suggesting a few books because books in the last podcast, I suggested, uh, they suggested, uh, Kimmy suggested a couple of books and I suggested uh, Conversations with God and God what was it the soul's journey so there's a series of two or three books i forget the guy's mm-hmm. name but it's uh, the soul's soul's journey so i think the mm-hmm. books would be uh, a great input because as you speak people are going to resonate with you which is which is the great thing about this they're going to be able to tell that hey i'm i i feel like i got a lot in common with this person and mm-hmm. uh, they got a lot out of this book and that book and uh, maybe i should try it too so uh, there's little- another one that's 
absolutely life-changing. It's, so to speak, for women, but I mean, men yeah. can read also. Yeah. It's uh, Women Who Run With The Wolves. I okay. don't know if you've heard about it by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola. She's a, a psych, an American psychic with uh, some Mexican origins, I think. And she's a, a storyteller okay. and a psychic. And she's she made this book, Women Who Run With The Wolves. I read it years ago. It rings a bell. It's really, it's really changing, life-changing for women because it awakens the the wild woman mm-hmm. <laughs> in us all and kind of makes us realize that we are a lot of times assigned in roles as women yeah and that we forget our dreams and we forget who we are I love that very you know deep self um, deep eye and we, we become mothers or daughters yeah. or nice little girls who have to look like this or that mm-hmm. are being expected to behave this way or that way and there's so many things you know current culture about women and about men too yeah. by the way but yeah and this book is really great because it makes you realize or it makes you reconnect mm-hmm. to your, your deep self and it's she uses um, tales okay. that she she's really very well chosen and it's very very powerful it's been translated in a lot of languages it's a very important book I think for women every woman should no, read this book I think it is too uh, just from hearing about it because uh, you're right you know society expects us and even from a very young age I remember my daughter um, I remember grow, her growing up and I was thinking to myself uh, one, like one day I said to my son oh come on you throw like a girl and I'm like oh wait a minute <laughs> that's kind of knocking my daughter so and it kind of made me a bit conscientious about just the, the words but then society and all the things like you were saying you know you're, mm-hmm. you're expected to do this you're expected to do that and you know and men too yeah I mean absolutely men don't don't cry and, yep. and so and so, you know, so. Yeah, no, brilliant. I love that but message. that is another debate. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to start on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. All right, Emily, thank you so much. It's been uh, been wonderful. So Thank you, Andrew. That was lovely. Really. No, I appreciate and it. And really nice project and really nice work you're doing. Oh, part. thank you Can't so wait much. to hear it. I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Nice. Okay. Nice speaking with you. Yeah, me too. All right. Have I'll- a nice... Uh, evening I guess (laughs) you too you too what's left of it okay bye 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 bye